Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Strange Air. Welcome to Mexico. Thanks. Uh, we spoke on the phone, right? I recognize your accent. Accent? I do not have an accent. This is my country. You are the one with the accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Hi, I'm Chase. And I'm Diego de la Puente. Come inside. You must be tired from all that driving. Wow, this is a beautiful home. I'm glad you like it. I did all the decorating. Nice job. I wish I had your eye for color. Oh, me too. Your clothes are so dark. They make you look pale. Yeah, I need to work on that. So, I have treats and refreshments in the kitchen. Would you like a margarita or is it too early? Oh, I, I don't drink anymore. It got in the way. Oh, for me, drinking is the way. But do not worry, I'll make you something delicious that is just as good. Perfect. Thank you. So, how is Mr. Van Helsing? Christian is having a good day. Um, he's out on the patio. Just follow the sound of the ocean and I'll join you soon. Uh, you don't want to introduce me? I'm his husband, not a servant. <laughs> right, I know that, but... Chase, don't be nervous. Christian is expecting you. Just speak slowly, and um, if he gets tired, give him time to catch his breath, okay? Okay. <sighs> uh, <clears throat> Hi there, I'm Chase Smith. And I'm Christian van Helsing. It's, it's good to meet you, Miss Smith. Oh, please. Just call me Chase. Very well. <coughs> Do you like the view? <laughs> What's not to like? It's perfect. When anxious, uneasy, and bad thoughts come, I go to the sea. And the sea drowns them out with its great wide sounds, cleanses me with its noise. And imposes a rhythm on everything in me that is bewildered and confused. <sighs> <laughs> a young woman from Los Angeles who knows the work of Reina Maria Rilke. I'm very impressed. Are you kidding? He's like one of my favorite poets. His writing is so mystical. I agree. It's a shame he died so young. <coughs> Excuse me. So... Your last name is Van Helsing. Yes, my parents were Dutch. And Van Helsing is the name of the dude who kills Dracula in all those movies, right? <laughs> yes, the dude. Yes, it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Are you related? Uh, well, no. That Van Helsing is a fictional character. He never existed. <laughs> right, of course. But your name is still Van Helsing. Yes. 
That's so crazy. I guess it's better than Dracula. <laughs> Your father <laughs> made the same joke. Did you know him well? Uh, I only met Malcolm a few times when I was working at Convergence. He was an enthusiastic man, much smarter than he let on. Your father was very excited by possibility. That sounds like him. I remember this one time when the two of us were discussing the callers on his radio program, and Malcolm told me that when it comes to God and aliens, everyone has the same question. Are we alone? You're an engineer. Did that kind of stuff make you crazy? No, no, not at all. See, I am an engineer who loves poetry. I have my mother to thank for that. Yeah, my mom's pretty cool, too, when she's not freaking out. <laughs> well, mothers freak out. That is their lot in life. <coughs> Excuse me. So, can we talk about that list I sent you? Yes, of course. So what is it you would like to know? Well... You had eight companies build eight components. What was the end product? An auditory implant. You mean something you put in your ear? Yes, that's correct. See, this implant was designed to safely lower a user's brain frequency to a level that cannot sustain life. Does, does that make any sense? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, okay, let me, let me put it to you this way. Okay, in simple terms. The normal frequency for your brain is uh, 12 to 15 hertz. The implant I designed would allow you to l safely lower the frequency to 0.036. That sounds dangerous. Why would someone want to do that? I have no idea. But Sebastian was quite clear on what he desired, and I found a way to achieve it. But why so low? Why 0.036? <coughs> <coughs> that was the frequency emanating from a certain point off the coast of West Africa. Hang on. Are you talking about the bite of Bonnie? That's correct. Sebastian had a radio telescope on the roof of Convergence that was aimed at that exact spot. I remember reading about how Earth pulsates there every 26 seconds. That's quite right, you see. Some scientists believe it's caused by waves or seismic activity, but no one knows for sure. And Sebastian wanted to lower his brain frequency to match the frequency of the pulse. Without dying in the process, yes. And the implant I designed allowed him to do that. I wonder why. Who knows, with men like him... But Sebastian paid me quite well, and uh, that's how I paid for this wonderful retirement home. So, are you two having a nice visit? Yes. Our young guest is quite stimulating. Are you tired? No, 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 I'm fine. Well, we have some delicious treats and drinks. Chase, please help yourself. Christian, would you like anything? No. <clears throat> Not right now, no. That's a beautiful scarf, Diego. The colors are so vibrant. I'm glad you like it, because it's for you. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm serious. You need some color. Here, let me show you how to wear it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My, you look lovely. See how our skin glows? 
Chase, there's a mirror right over there. Go take a look. It's awesome. Thank you. Th thank you very much. Now, I have a thought. Why don't you go into town tonight with Diego so you can show off your gorgeous present? That's a wonderful idea, Christian. I can take her dancing at Armando's. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun, and I could definitely use some, but I want to get back on the road before it gets dark. Uh, then you will spend the night. There's plenty of space, and we would love to have you as our guest. Say yes, Chase. You know you want to. All right. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Enjoy the treats. I'll get your room ready. Thanks again, and I really appreciate all the information. Of course. You see, uh, a conversation I had with your father opened my mind to the possibility of a relationship with Diego. I owe him a great deal for that, and I hope I have partially paid the debt by answering your questions. Yes, definitely. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Can I ask you a personal question? Of course. How much time do you have left? <laughs> I... I have all the time in the world. Mom, I just got your six messages. What's wrong? I want you to come home right now, young lady. We have to talk. I, I can't. I'm... I'm... I'm in San Diego. Why are you down there? I'm visiting a friend from school. Her parents live here. And I'm really tired, so they said I could spend the night. Everyone's asleep. Fine. Just answer one question. What? When were you going to tell me? I need you to be a little more specific. Your oncologist called. I was going to tell you tomorrow. I just needed some time to think. That's why I'm here. Please, 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 please don't be mad at me. I'm not mad. I'm just... scared. Me too, Mom. The doctor said you haven't scheduled the first session yet. I know. It's too much to process. I was hoping you could help. Honey, of course I'll help. I'll take care of everything. Just leave it to me. Thank you. I'll be home tomorrow afternoon. Can we talk then? Sure, but I'm working the late shift tomorrow, so I'll have to leave at four. Okay, if I miss you, we'll talk when you get home. Chase? Yes? I don't want to lose you too. Well, I hope you enjoyed your stay at Casa Van Helsing. Are you kidding? I haven't danced like that in years. And the food? Oh, the food was so good. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear that. You will have to visit us again. Definitely. And you promised to stay in touch about Mr. Van Helsing's health? Yes, of course. Now give me a hug before you leave. <laughs> Thanks again, Diego. Last night was just what I needed.
Have a safe journey. And don't forget, el que busca, encuentra. What does that mean? If you search, you will find. Come in. I have a surprise for you, Father Sullivan. What is that? It's a gift! You got me a sombrero? Here, put it on. <laughs> Yikes, you look ridiculous. <laughs> Were you down in Mexico? Yeah, I just got back. Well, that's a long drive. Shouldn't you go home and rest? Truth be told, I'm trying to avoid my mother, and she doesn't leave for work till four. Why are you trying to avoid your mother? Ugh, can you please stop with the questions? Sorry, the floor is yours. Thank you. Now listen, this is important. I discovered so much about what Sebastian was working on, and I have a funny feeling it all connects back to my father. Chase, you're starting to sound like an addict. What does that mean? I haven't had a drink in months. That may be true, but you're still addicted to the mystery of Malcolm's disappearance. I'm just curious about what I learned. And curiosity killed the cat. But satisfaction brought her back. Chase, I'm serious. You need to let this go. You have to move on. Don't you think I want to? <sighs> Seriously, I would love to move on. Find a good job, meet a nice guy, learn to dance, all the stuff normal people do. But I can't. I'm stuck. And it's because this mystery has turned into a tumor that's growing inside me and I don't want the damn thing to kill me. I'm just worried. Give me some credit, Jack. I am stronger than most. I've made it this far and I'm still in one piece. I've never thought of you as being weak. I just don't want you to end up back in the hospital. I appreciate that. But I am in such a good mood. Please don't ruin it. <sighs> yeah, uh, well, there's something else you should know. What? Look around. Notice anything? Are you packing? Yes, I've been reassigned. Sorry, what? The church is moving me to Palo Alto. They think the Silicon Valley crowd will be a good match. And they can just do that? You don't have a choice? I'll be honest, Chase. I haven't been doing a bang-up job here. And the parishioners want an older priest, someone who looks the part. So that's it? You're leaving? Yeah. The new guy moves in on Friday. <sighs> this is bullshit. Look, we can still be friends. We'll talk, you'll send me those ridiculous texts. So you're just gonna disappear? Chase, that's not fair. Nothing is fair in my life! And you didn't even notice my new scarf! What? Never mind, I have to go, I have to get home. Hi. So, today is September 18th. <laughs> and I'm not sure, but I think it's been... 20 days since Elvis, pretending to be my father, called the station. 
Station? <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm home, in my room, alone. Mom's working, and she won't be back till midnight. I hope she's not too late. Her car might turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> uh, I guess I should explain why I'm having trouble pronouncing words I've used my entire life. Truth be told, I fell off the wagon tonight. Which means I started drinking. Again. Wine. Yeah, lots and lots of wine. I used to be a beer girl, but surprise, I've matured into a wine lady. So, okay, here's what I know. And this could all be bullshit, so don't hold me to any of it. On the night my father disappeared, he was going to tell everyone he was leaving the show so he could become the voice of Convergence. Sebastian King, the man who was born without the help of sperm, didn't tell anyone about this for lots of reasons that sound totally made up to me. But hey, I could be wrong. My former therapist says I have a lot of trust issues with men. Now, here's something I know is true, because the dude who killed Dracula told me. Sebastian was secretly building this bizarre implant you put in your ear, so your brain frequency can safely drop to the same level as a pulse off the coast of Africa. D did you get that? I'm asking, because that is some weird-ass shit, right? I mean, it's the kind of stuff my dad would talk about on Strange Air. <sighs> the frustrating part is, I'm not sure any of this has anything to do with what happened to my father. I mean, I guess it could. Ugh, I don't know. Why not, right? But there's also a chance that Sebastian King is a crazy rich dude with too much time on his hands. We all know those. <sighs> that reminds me. Time is running out. I need to solve this mess before I... You know what? I just realized what would make me feel better. And no, I'm not talking about more wine. I'll be right back. If it's hard to hear me, it's because I'm crawling around in the back of my closet. When I was a little girl, my dad helped me build a secret hiding place back here. And see, he said that everyone should have one. Let's see, it should be right here where the carpet meets the corner. I just have to pull here and... There it is. I am holding the most amazing tin box. It's the kind of box that was made to protect a little girl's treasures. And look at this. My initials are right on the lid. Let's take a peek inside. Wow. I am having major flashbacks to my childhood. That's why I never look at this stuff. Memories are like tar. You get stuck in them. And here it is. The Illustrated Classics Edition of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> my dad used to read it to me even when I was too old for that sort of thing and I loved it he had such an amazing voice 
Dude, definitely pick the right career. Wait a minute. I just realized something. My father said everyone needs a secret hiding place. Is it possible that... I know it sounds like I'm back in my closet, but I'm not. I'm actually in my parents' closet, the one in their bedroom. It just occurred to me for the first time ever that my father might have modeled my secret hiding place on one of his own. The last recording was about an hour ago, and I'm completely sober now. My father most definitely had a secret hiding place, and there was a safe box there. It had a padlock on it, but that sucker popped right off after I kicked it five times. There are a lot of personal items inside, some pictures, stuff I don't need to talk about. But there's something else. Something unexpected. My father was keeping audio notes for a book he was writing. Most of them are marked Strange Air, but the last one is marked Convergence. And get this, it had an index with dates on it, and the last date is the day he disappeared. This could be the Holy Grail. Well, today's the day. Strange Air has been incredibly good to me, but I can't spend the rest of my life taking calls about UFO sightings and Bigfoot. And if I'm being honest, the future doesn't look too bright for terrestrial radio. So tonight, after we come back from the first break, I'm going to surprise everyone by announcing my retirement. Leslie will blow a gasket and the listeners will be disappointed, but you know what? Change is good. And everyone's life will go on fine without me. The only problem is I still haven't told Rose. We were going to talk this morning, but she was called into work early. God, that woman is half my size, a buck ten soaking wet, but her Irish temper scares the piss out of me. That's why I put off telling her about convergence, which was stupid. Because she's going to flip when she sees the size of my new paycheck. How funny is that? I'm worried about my wife's reaction to a financial decision I made, but I'm not concerned about this implant I'm about to stick in my ear. The odds are absolutely nothing will happen. Sebastian will be disappointed and we'll switch our attention back to the new show. But what if he's right? Could that incredibly expensive piece of tech be the key that unlocks the universe? Am I about to become one of the greatest explorers in history? Or am I just an aging fool who's tilting at windmills? The bottom line is I never will apologize about my passion for exploration. Everyone seems so intent on digital landscapes and virtual realities, but there's so much more out there. Sure, we've mapped every corner of this world, but what about the undiscovered country? The one we all wonder about. Is it real? Where is it? And most of all, is anyone there? Rose would kill me if she knew about this. But I would like to think that Chase would understand if she were old enough to understand. I'd love to grow such a curious mind. Well, it's time to hit the road. I should be in Santa Barbara by noon, and I'll be hitching a ride on Sebastian's magical mystery tour by three. I'll be back soon.
I feel like Dorothy. I'm finally home. And the answers have been here the whole time. Strange Air was created and written by Michael P. Greco and Tony Martinez. The role of Chase Smith was played by Natalie Lander, and the role of Malcolm Smith was played by Patrick Fabian. If you enjoyed Strange Air, please rate and review us. This will help keep our show on the charts where people can find it. And please visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil.